even though enamel is the hardest substance in the body, a worn nylon bristle, or, or many of them, thousands of them, can literally break through over time. Hi, everyone. Dr. B here, your host for another episode of Ask the Dentist. Welcome back. So uh, before we get into into today's question from Robin about abfractions, it's a very unsightly lesion on the side of our teeth. There's a lot of sensitivity associated with it. It does not look very nice. And it's pretty prevalent. Uh, Before we talk about that and the solutions for it, I just wanted to mention our newsletter. I don't promote this, although I I probably should at this point. I'm very proud of it. We've got quite a few followers. I think we're at 50,000 on the newsletter, or at least we're approaching that. And that was all without promotion. The reason I'm going to talk about it is because I really enjoy it. I talk about one or two new studies, something new in the industry, and it gets sent out every other Monday. We try for every Monday. It's I think our average now is every other Monday. But what I like about it is the response. People really like it. A lot of practitioners are listening or reading it as well. They have subscribed. So if you're interested in that and you're not aware of it, uh, go to our main website, Ask the Dentist. Scroll down a little bit until you get a little section. There's a picture of me eating uh, some salmon and a salad and a nice tea. It's the keep in touch box. Fill in your name and we will send you this newsletter. For example, this week we just posted a very interesting article. It, it may not sound very interesting or sexy, but if you, it made me think a little bit. It's a brand new study. It's the association between sleep duration and dental caries. In other words, people that don't, well, that get less than seven hours of sleep a night. And again, there are, there are only two studies like this. One on children, I think from Pakistan, and then this one from the U.S., there are not too many studies on this, and, and I'm surprised because you've heard me talk about all the connections between sleep and overall health. But this study is is wonderful because it really opens our eyes to how important sleep is, not only for systemic health, but also for oral health. It essentially, if you sleep less than seven hours, your incidence or your predilection to cavities goes way up. Simple, Right. Maybe not that surprising, but I talk about the possible mechanisms in the newsletter. And I think what it really, for me, is important to to relay to you is that this study confirms yet another reason why your dentist, or or another reason for dentists to be dealing with sleep, it's a major contributor to, which happens to be the number one disease in the world, dental cavity. So just things like that, new new ideas, new studies, and just keeping everything fresh. And, and also, I think it keeps people motivated. It keeps practitioners motivated with new information that they can pass on to their dentists, sorry, to their patients and their friends, their dental friends, and also for patients. I think it's important to make all these connections. That's what functional dentistry is all about, is making making all these connections and fitting it all together. It's a very complex puzzle, and it's good to know all, uh, all, all of the interlocking pieces of the puzzle. So again, how sleep affects your, your predisposition to getting cavities. That's our newsletter. I, I recommend signing up. Let me know what you think. I would love your feedback. Anyway, so let's get to Robin's question. This is a, a very popular topic among all of you. In other words, you, you ask this question a lot, and that's why I'm revisiting it. It is, it, it's, it's painful. It's unsightly. It is a big issue. Don't underestimate 
this and it creeps up on you to the point where all of a sudden, and this happens all the time, someone, a patient will come in and say, listen, this appeared suddenly. Look, look at this. It looks terrible. My tooth hurts as well. It's not sudden. It creeps up on you. And then one day you take a look and there it is, typically on many, many teeth. And it is irreversible. So I want to talk about it in in the context of what can you do to prevent it? And if you do have it, what can you do about it? So great question, Robin. Here she is. Hi, doctor. My dentist is recommending that I have fillings put in in the areas where my gum has receded by the gum line. And I'm just wondering what your opinion is on this, um, if this is something that I should do um, or if there's any downside to doing it. Thanks so much for uh, taking my question. Thank you. Robin, thank you. Uh, so before I answer your specific question, whether to follow your dentist's advice to do the fillings, is there a downside to it? And I will answer that, I promise. Let me just back up a little bit because a lot of this information I'm going to give is going to explain what the downsides are and whether you should do this. or It's not a question of whether you should do it, it's when you should do it. So again, this background information I think will help. So first of all, what is an abfraction? And, and as I said earlier, it's quite prevalent. And, and in fact, I would say at least 50, 60% of my patients after a certain age, probably mid-20s, more likely late 20s. Uh, so uh, many would think that's related to age. No, it's how long you've been able to do a certain thing that causes abfraction, bruxing, grinding, I'm going to get to that. Um, and it's it's unsightly. Um, it's associated with gum recession, the gum recedes, and in its place, this little V-shaped defect appears. If you run your fingernail up and down, if someone's, if a patient's talking to me over the phone, I'll have them take their fingernail and in a vertical direction from the nice, smooth, incisal part section of the tooth all the way down to the gum line. I'll have them run their fingernail up and down. And if it falls into a little groove near the bottom as you approach the gum line, that typically is an abfraction. It can be a few other things. I'll talk about that. But if you're grinding your teeth, you have TMJ, jaw aches, Sleep issues, typically, that is, that's where the abfraction comes from. So it's a V-shaped defect. That, that's the other kind of delineating characteristic of this lesion or hole in the tooth. It doesn't have irregular borders. It's, it's not, it doesn't have black or green stains in it like decay does. It has a very specific V-shaped, it, it, it inverts inwards into the tooth and it has a very definitive V-shaped trench or, or depth to it. And it shows itself differently from the other lesions, usually typically toothbrush abrasion, damage from brushing too hard, side to side, a sawing motion, or from uh, acid lesions. In other words, too many acidic lesions or acid events or sucking on lemons, for example. And again, the way the tooth erodes from abrasion from a toothbrush or from acid dissolution or dissolving, the, that just has a different shape. The, the end result is different. But when it's related to grinding, it is typically V-shaped. And that's just the pounding and the strong vertical forces on the tooth. It's just how how they're directed and what happens to the enamel rods, which are run perpendicular 
to the internal, the pulp of the tooth or the inside of the tooth. And those rods fall apart and it becomes a V-shaped uh, lesion or groove. And that's what catches the fingernail. So, so that's what an abfraction is. Again, I'll talk more about the root cause of it. Uh, what are the symptoms? Um, <clears throat> Definitely you can see this when you look very carefully and, and I encourage you to look at your teeth carefully every day, uh, because, uh, many patients will see this one day and think, Oh my God, it just happened. This does not happen, uh, suddenly in one day. It happens over a long period of time, years. And so look for worn or shiny facets on the tooth. It's usually shiny because it's that, it has those straight walls that meet at that, at that little tip. And that's why it's V-shaped. Chipping at the tooth surface. If you're if you are grinding, um, you'll see it. Right? You know, the results of bruxism. All your teeth are the same height. Your front incisors are not longer than your laterals. Uh, that shows that there's a lot of wear on the teeth. Any chipping, serrations on the um, incisals of your teeth, and then also loss of enamel or exposed dentin. That's that little ditch as the fingernail drops down. The other big symptom is tooth sensitivity. Cold. Certain acidic foods, certain like a salad dressing, balsamic vinaigrette salad dressing, a, a cold drink, something sugary, uh, too much sugar in a beverage or food can literally zing those dentinal tubules, that exposed part of the tooth. So you've worn through that V-shaped indent has essentially over time will get to the dentin and continue along in the dentin. So you're, you're more porous, less calcified portion of the tooth, the dentin, the part of the of the tooth that's behind the enamel is exposed, and that has nerve vessels in it, or at least tubules that are sensitive to the nerve inside the tooth. So dental sensitivity, that means it's pretty far along at that point, though. You won't get that in the very beginning. We talked about the causes of fraction, bruxing, also known as teeth grinding. These are the root causes. Uh, that's the most common thing, but it can also be misalignment of teeth. In other words, we call it malocclusion. Your bite is off. You're hitting one tooth more than another in a circular biting motion or a clenching motion. Some dentists will say that bruxing is a result of that malocclusion, the improper bite or the out-of-balance bite, and, and there's some truth to that. It's complicated, but that tooth, because it's getting more of the occlusal forces from chewing and from grinding, that will take the brunt of those vertical forces. We're talking about 100 to 200 foot-pounds of torque on those, of, of force on teeth. It's, it's quite strong, even, even with children. And then also mineral loss due to acid, acidic drinks, or brushing too hard. But Remember, that, that is erosion, but if you already have the abfraction, that loss of enamel can be accentuated by acidic beverages and brushing too hard. And as, the, as that V-shaped groove gets deeper, and as you run the bristles back and forth, that sawing motion, the bristles are guided into that V-shaped groove, and it, accentuate, it accentuates the wear. So it's not the root cause, but it can definitely be a secondary force in this case. A, bra a, a toothbrush abrasion and too much acid exposure on the teeth can be primary reasons for erosion, tooth erosion. And that looks differently. I'll talk a little bit about that. But, but I remember early in my career that we didn't talk about bruxism and we didn't talk about abfraction. That, that came later in my career. It was more, if you saw those, any kind of V-shaped defect at the base of the tooth near the gum with or without gum recession, 
that was because of overbrushing. And, and that's not true. That's, we, we, know, we now know that severe bruxing, grinding, clenching, uh, the bite being off, one tooth or a few teeth instead of all the teeth, taking the load, these, these teeth will get those abfractive lesions, the V-shaped groove. So what is the incidence of abfraction? Um, I'm going to say, you, you heard me say it uh, earlier, that after a certain age, some debate as to what that age is, but I would say it's at least 50%. That's going to be different than what you read on the web. I don't know why it's so low. They say 3% on the web. And and even some dental journals refer to it as being a, a very, not a very common thing. Most of us in this country are grinding. We have these abfractions. It's unfortunate. So I think a good number is 50%. And it's related to how many people are grinding, the same number, roughly. It relates to how many people have sleep disorder breathing, same number, roughly. And that's no surprise. They're all related. Treating abfraction. Well, let's first talk about the other two things that it could be abrasion and erosion. Abrasion is from brushing vertical, uh, kind of a sawing motion back and forth. That, that linear back and forth with a worn toothbrush can, can wear Enamel down. Even though enamel is the hardest substance in the body, a worn nylon bristle, or, or many of them, thousands of them, can literally break through over time. And but it's not quite V-shaped. It's a little different. It's kind of scooped out. The the analogy I give, and maybe this doesn't work for a lot of people, but I remember walking up in Europe these these circular stairways where uh, the bell ringers would would walk up every day in the towers of churches and seeing the stone worn where everyone put their their or where they would step and and to me that's what the wear looks like and and patients understand that they're like okay it takes a long time but boy i mean it's it's able to to wear through a very hard surface and then erosion of course is teeth it has a more rounded appearance like it's just being scooped out it's like a puddle almost and that's from very high acid levels, dry mouth, uh, high decay rates, uh, although typically it's in conjunction with uh, someone having a habit, a daily, multi-daily habit of eating lemons. It could be uh, apple cider vinegar without swishing afterwards. It can be diet sodas, regular sodas. It can be wine. It can be coffee, uh, anything acidic. It can be kombucha as well. Interesting aside on kombucha, I'm, I'm kind of down on kombucha for teeth. You have to be careful. And I saw another dentist on Instagram talking about how it's really not a concern because the sugar gets fermented off. I, I'm not really that concerned about the sugar content in kombucha. It's the pH of the beverage, just like green tea. Green tea is my go-to every morning, a few uh, bottles of uh, iced green tea with no sugar. So anyway, just as an aside, thought I would throw that in there. But anyway, okay, so let's now get to Robin's question, what to do about it. So most dentists will talk about fillings, mouth guard, orthodontics, and toothpaste. If the toothpaste is too abrasive, Maybe that'll help, but that's more abrasion. So, and again, that's that would be an older dentist or a dentist that hasn't quite been exposed to the newer information that bruxism does cause abfractions and that any defect like this is not solely related to toothbrush abrasion. Orthodontics, certainly, that, that could include Invisalign, absolutely. If one tooth is out of alignment and it's getting the brunt of your normal chewing forces or just abnormal grinding forces, that tooth is, is going to 
easily show over time in that fraction and even some vertical fractures. And eventually we'll need a root canal. That is the extreme, but, but very common, very common. In fact, when, when I'm trying to decide which tooth needs a root canal in the quadrant, it's not clear. There's no decay. Typically I'll look at occlusion as one of the culprits for, aha, it's that tooth because that one has vertical fractures in it. Uh, I'll shine that very bright light on the tooth, look for transilluminations, and I'll look to see if that tooth is getting its unfair share of of uh, grinding forces or chewing forces uh, over time. Uh, mouth guard, be wary. Mouth guard is a solution for many things, for grinding, bruxing, bruxing sleep issues indirectly. I mean, mouth guards can protect the tooth. It can reduce the ab fraction, it, it doesn't, you're still grinding. The root cause is still there, the grinding, the clenching. And if you're wearing a night guard, then you're distributing those forces over many, many teeth. But you're also going to grind during the day. And it's, it's not, it's not clear that that's going to help. And it doesn't address the root cause. Uh, and you could still have jaw pain. So I would be wary of that as a fix. You can get a mouth guard as long as you've addressed the root cause. I'm going to go to that very soon now. And then the fillings. Um, so I do recommend the fillings. I don't recommend doing the fillings, you know, right away without addressing the root cause because those fillings will pop out. The tooth, when you grind on it and it has that abfraction, the tooth literally flexes. Teeth are, even though they're very, very hard or hardened with enamel and dentin less so, the tooth will bend and flex. We, we have these, these studies that can can demonstrate that, and it's fascinating. And and the teeth are designed to do that. You don't want it to be too non forgiving because the teeth wouldn't last as long. So as they flex, these fillings can pop out. We have fillings now that flex with the tooth. There's a term for that. A lot of that's a marketing feature of a lot of these composites, and it does. Some of them do work, but why not get rid of what's causing that flexing and the damage to teeth? What if you're filling a few teeth and then other teeth exhibit this abfraction? Why not delve into that root cause, fix it, get rid of it, address the reason you are grinding your teeth? Obviously. You know, have someone show you how to brush properly. Stay away from an abrasive toothpaste, typically a whitening toothpaste. If one tooth or some teeth are in a position where they get the the all all the wear, then obviously orthodontics or Invisalign. But but when it comes to these ab fractions, which is typically caused by bruxism, deal with the bruxism. Deal with it. Find out what's causing it. I'm going to tell you it's typically sleep disorder breathing. It's not stress. It could be some of the other things that I just mentioned, mostly ortho, uh, mostly malocclusions, but it is related to sleep. So I can't tell you how many times uh, with, not patients, but with listeners, I've said, they ask about bruxism, they ask about the mouth guard, and I tell them, first, get an assessment for sleep. And nine times out of 10, they come back and they go, oh my goodness, it's related to sleep. I was able to fix my bruxism by getting my airway open or by seeing a uh, a uh, sleep medicine dentist that has training in uh, sleep disorder breathing. I give a lot of nutritional advice as it relates to oral health. And in reality, we all know it's difficult to follow this advice when working or on the go and or all while raising a family. This is why 
I'm always looking for healthy food that can actually fit into this modern lifestyle. This is why I'm so glad I found Paleo Valley, founded by a husband and wife team. Yes, and with kids, they understand this dilemma. Paleo Valley offers healthy snacks and foods that nourish your teeth and gums. Their meat sticks are a fantastic source of nutrients like vitamin K2, which is known for its ability to promote healthy teeth and bones. Vitamin K2 helps protect against tooth decay, strengthens tooth enamel, and supports gum health. Their superfood bars are based on collagen-rich proteins, and I'm a big fan of their chocolate-flavored whey protein. Two scoops every morning. All my boxes get checked with Paleo Valley, pastured, grass-fed, organic, gluten-free, GMO-free, and more. My family also uses their electrolytes, mushroom blends, and supplements. My grandchildren approve of my good taste and advice on this topic. Don't wait any longer to transform your oral health. Join me and the Paleo Valley family today and experience the difference that natural, nutrient-dense foods can make. Your teeth gums, and taste buds will thank you. Remember, oral health is not just about brushing and flossing. It is fundamentally about feeding and nourishing your oral microbiome. Go to paleovalley.com slash askthedentist. All Ask the Dentist listeners and followers will get 15% off. Hi, Dr. B here with a new product discovery that I am very excited to be using now in my daily regimen. Probably the most undervalued aspect of oral health boils down to the health of our saliva. And hydration plays a huge role in our body's ability to produce saliva. The oral biofilm, which supports the oral microbiome, experiences dynamic cycles of de- and rehydration due to our choices of beverages, medications we are taking, and even to how we breathe. And for our saliva glands to produce enough saliva, about a liter, and a half a day, the body has to be adequately hydrated. After all, saliva is 99.5% water. Saliva also contains sodium, potassium, and magnesium, which activates the saliva and allows it to do its job, and that is to support the oral microbiome. This is why I add these exact minerals in a very specific ratio to my drinking water daily. And the best way I have found to accomplish this is by adding a packet of Element. Make sure your saliva is available to function at its best, Go to the link drinklmnt.com slash askthedentist for a free gift and a chance to sample all of Element's flavor choices. Staying hydrated isn't just about body health or for athletes. It's also for anyone that wants to achieve long-lasting oral health and a healthy and vibrant smile. Again, the link to easy and optimal hydration is drinklmnt.com slash askthedentist. So, Robin, if you get the fillings done, which I would recommend, they look beautiful, they blend in. Often, when I did these fillings, I would never have to drill on the tooth. I would etch it, I would clean it, and I would fill in. Sometimes I would bevel it a little bit, very superficially. I would not get the the patient numb because there's no decay. You just have to make sure that it's a very clean surface that you can bond the resins and your fillings to it. And then the bevel is typically so you can blend in the color. They look gorgeous. They make the teeth look natural. You still have that issue of gum recession. The tooth will look a little bit long, but it becomes much less visible to someone who is uh, in front of you while you're smiling. Gives you a lot more confidence. It does cover the sensitive part of the tooth. There's less sensitivity because there's that thermal protection of the filling. Assuming you've addressed the root cause, these things last for 
10 to 20 years. And they're inexpensive, and you can do multiple fillings like this, these facial um, uh, fillings in one visit without anesthesia, and they're affordable. And sometimes insurance will cover it. Typically, I will get a 60 to 80% coverage on these. So again, definitely get them filled, but, but make sure you've addressed it, the, the, the reasons of why they're there to begin with. That way, the fillings will stay in longer. By the way, a lot of these fractions will catch staining. If you're a smoker, cigars, vaping, tea drinker, red wine, coffee, a host of other things that can stain teeth. These areas typically will yellow much more quickly. And if you're, a lot of these patients will come in and want to whiten their teeth, which is a very sensitive process when your teeth are sensitive and have the abfractions. Most of the time, actually almost all the time, they look beautiful just putting in the fillings and covering these, the staining that's already there. So anyway, I do recommend that, those fillings. You know, pick your materials very carefully. I would see a cosmetic dentist in this regard uh, because it is a cosmetic procedure. You want them to look nice. You want a very high polish. You want them to blend in properly. It's not just to to cover that area. That Yes, that is part of it. But if you really want a good result, if you're in front of the camera a lot, if you're an influencer, an actor, actress, business, dating, work, sales, it doesn't matter, I, I would consider this a cosmetic procedure. Seek out the, the providers that are experts in cosmetic treatment. They may tell you to, that a veneer is the way to go. I would get second and third opinions on that. Veneers are very expensive. And if you haven't addressed the bruxing, of course, those veneers will pop off. Veneers, ten, twenty, thirty thousand dollars $30,000, depending on how many teeth. It's a big investment. Fixing abfractions, as long as there are no other major cosmetic concerns with the tooth, are the way to go, are the way to go. They're very, very, very aesthetically pleasing, simple, reversible. Veneers are not reversible. And if they pop off, they can be easily fixed. And it's a minimal procedure. Try that first. And they're inexpensive. Three, four hundred dollars per tooth. Veneers can be fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars per 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 tooth per procedure. Uh, actually per tooth. But again, address the root cause, get them filled when you're ready. Take your time. Make sure you seek out the right dentist. Try one first. I wouldn't do them all at the same time. Try one first. There's no anesthesia involved. Typically, see if you like it. See if your dentist can do a good job, that they're taking their time in matching not just color, but the value of the color, the intensity of the color, the color itself, of course. This is value, chroma. Those are words that that they should be using. They should be asking you if you're going to be whitening your teeth. If so, whiten first, perhaps, and then have the filling put in. These are all questions they should be asking. And these dentists tend to be very artistic and are, are really enjoying the whole process. It's, it's the, it's like being Michelangelo. You really want this stuff to look great. So anyway, so I hope that answers the question and helps you make decisions properly. Robin, definitely get them filled, get them done properly, address the root cause. And hopefully they look great. And uh, one last uh, item that really wasn't addressed here, I don't think uh, it was in Robin's question, is the gum recession. Gum recession is difficult to fix. It is irreversible unless you have gum surgery. And if you're planning on doing that and your cosmetic dentist says that the recession may not look, it may affect the aesthetics or the symmetry of your smile, even though the abfraction is filled with a nice, you know, beautifully 
a blended in filling, then you may want to first go see a periodontist and see if you can fix the gum recession and then do the filling. And by the way, those half fractions, once they're visible and you can drop your fingernail in there, it will accelerate your gum recession. That's, that's another episode. Uh, definitely a connection between that. So anyway, hope that helps. Uh, great question. I think we've talked about that back in the first 10, 15 episodes, but it's important to revisit these things. Things do change. So that brings us to the end of another episode of Ask the Dentist. Thank you, Robin, for that question. If you have a question like Robin did, go to speakpipe.com slash askthedentist. If you need any information in general on dentistry, oral health, how it relates to overall health, everything that 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 leads back to the mouth and anything that from the mouth leads to Alzheimer's, for example, or as we discussed earlier, how if you sleep less than seven hours per night, how your your predisposition to decay, actually the rate of how many cavities you get, cavities, fillings, loss of teeth, uh, there's an index for that. It's in the study. You'll read about it. All of that goes up, unfortunately. So uh, everything's connected to the mouth. The mouth is connected to everything. We shouldn't even be having this discussion. The mouth is part of the body. It should always be included, but it's not. So, and and I know you know that. That's why you listen to this podcast. It's fascinating how oral health is is finally seeing its moment, and how we all are able to appreciate better optimal health because we we're aware of this connection. Um, and and if you're looking for someone that can have this discussion with you, treat you in this way, this functional approach in dentistry, go to our directory. It's growing again daily. A lot of European dentists have signed up recently. Always happy to see that. Uh, some from Australia. The U.S. list is growing slowly. Uh, people, a lot of young practitioners are asking. They want to learn more about functional dentistry. We're trying to provide some continuing education in the functional dental realm. Um, I'm, this is one of my big, big, exciting projects, getting this, uh, getting this movement moving, you know, getting the momentum of this movement moving. It's, uh, it's, it's very exciting. So go to uh, askthedentist.com slash directory for a list based on, you know, 50, 100, 250 mile radius. Hopefully there's someone in your area that you can see. If not, keep checking. Uh, a lot of these dentists can do teledentistry and advise you as, as, you know, as where you should be going. If you have a good clinician, where you are um, and you don't have a functional dentist, reach out to some of these functional dentists. Uh, I think a lot of them have expressed the willingness to speak to uh, patients once a week over the phone and give you the right advice before you get any clinical work done. So again, I really appreciate your interest in oral health and I will see you in the next episode. Thanks for listening to Ask the Dentist. This is a resonant media production produced by Drake Peterson and mixed by Mike Fry. Drop me a line at mark at askthedentist.com if you have any comments or suggestions, I'd love to hear them. And if you liked this episode, please leave us a review on your podcast app. Thanks for listening and especially for taking an interest in oral health. Hi, everyone. I hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Just a reminder that this podcast is for educational purposes only. This podcast is not a substitute for professional care by a dentist, doctor, or other qualified medical professional. This podcast is provided on the understanding that it does not constitute medical or other professional advice or services. If you're looking for help in your journey, seek out a qualified medical practitioner. If you're looking for a functional dental care provider, 
You can visit askthedentist.com directory and search our Find a Dentist database. It's important that you have someone in your corner who's trained, is a licensed healthcare practitioner, and can help you make changes, especially when it comes